Welcome back to the Cruise Dynasty Podcast. It's the end of the week. We ain't we don't have to break down any games or recap anything. So to me and Kraft, we on here just bullshitting for y'all. Getting out that content. Kraft, man, what's going on? Shit, nothing much, man. Just uh hanging out at the house on Friday night. Got a couple drinks. Got a couple drinks in me. So there might be a little more cussing in this episode than than usual. <laughs> so get y'all <laughs> Get y'all's ears ready for it, but I'm just excited, man. I love I love getting on here with you talking this fantasy football. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, it pops if you happen to be listening. I'm sorry, I'll be cussing. <laughs> I don't cuss around Shit. my pops like that, but I know he listens to this every now and then. But uh, yeah, man, these are my favorite episodes. At the end of the week, we get on here. I do some gambling with Phil. We will come in here and we'll do some topics or whatever, whatever. Man, craft is. Well, pretty much we're close to the halfway mark. Like week eight is this week. You know, week eight is pretty much the halfway mark. Because uh, seven, uh, we don't even do my, I don't know how most leagues do, but we don't even do week 18. Do y'all do week 18? No, nah, we stop at week 17. Week 18 is for, yeah. Die. I don't way, even want to call people no names. Yeah. <laughs> way too much. There's just way too much going on at week too many 18. People yeah. Agreed. So, this episode right here, we're going to just give some tips. Craft, uh, he's been the redraft man for years. Uh, me, Dunk, stuff like Dunk's not with us tonight, but we're the Dynasty guys. We do a lot of Dynasty football. Craft's got a lot of redraft. Hey, I just joined the redraft league for the first time in like two or three years. So, so I'm rusty. But I like it, though. It's, it's way different from, from Dynasty for, for your casual fans out there. I, I'd recommend doing them both, though, because they're both fun. That, there's those Keeper Leagues out there, though, Kraft. I ain't never been in the Keeper League, though. Yeah, that's my next – that's the next one I'm going to try. But really and truthfully, for anybody who hadn't tried Dynasty, this is my first year into it, it's fun as hell. I mean, it's, it's freaking great, but uh, – you you've got to find a when it comes to dynasty, there's no replacing people. You have got to find the right people before you start it up. Like uh, you, that that's my advice for starting a dynasty league is really think hard and get the best people involved if you're gonna start a dynasty league because when people are on there making trades and everything and yeah. being involved, it's it's great. Yeah, I'm in a dynasty league. I call it the home league, the crew. Shout out to the crew. I, I know some of them listen. Some of them don't. They be hating. But uh, some of them listen to it. And uh, th- that league is the most competitive league I've ever been in. And these guys, it's players are constantly on the move and stuff. So, I, man, I'd recommend doing them both. I'm in a redraft league and a dynasty league. They both are the most important ones. So, uh, uh. so uh, yeah, I cra- I'd have cracked me open a couple beers. That kind of night. <laughs> it's gonna be that kind of night and uh hopefully i can get phil on tonight we'll drop some gambling for y'all um but yeah man we're gonna give y'all some tips craft's gonna give some redraft tips i'll kind of comment on it because i i'm not all the way clueless i know some things i i do agree with a lot of what craft says 
dynasty there ain't much to it but i'm gonna just maybe give a couple examples towards the end and we'll wrap it up we'll make this episode quick because me and Kraft's gonna do some other shit we're gonna talk about some wide receivers and stuff like that for the next episode so Kraft, man uh I, I guess real quick is there any just news off the top of our heads i know we didn't talk about it. is there anything we need to know james connor's not playing uh james Con- yeah debo's not playing yep debo's out which is good for me this week shout out to my brother I thought he was going to play. Zeke is officially out. Um, Daryl Williams, uh, the only reason I want to say a thing about Daryl Williams is he's a game-time decision. If he sits and Connor sits, you know, Eno Benjamin. I I play Eno even if Daryl Williams plays, but I feel even more confident. Yeah. If he he sits out again, because Eno was great last game. Agreed. I'm playing Eno this week, uh, so I wouldn't be – of course, I'm playing Eno because I'm in a pinch a little bit, but I feel like I feel pretty good about playing Eno. So yeah, anything else out there, Crab? Uh, DeAndre Swift is off the injury report. He's ready to roll. Finally, I've, yes. I've had him on my bench for freaking forever. Yes, sir, DeAndre Swift. Let's go! Shout out to my brother. Take that L this week. Let's go. Uh, we, a lot of people needed this man back. I know I did. Jeez. Hopefully he stays healthy for the rest of the year because his injury history is getting starting to pile up a little bit. He's like a Dalvin Cook. I, like you want DeAndre Swift on your team, but you might as well just accept you're not gonna have him for a few games, no matter what. Next year, whenever I have him mm-hmm. on my team next year, I'm expecting he's gonna miss three, four, or five games, no matter what. So, <laughs> yeah, but I'll take that in the scheme of things, though. Like three. Three games. If if you could tell me my main running back only misses three games all year, I'll just go ahead and take it. Right. Instead of having an ACL thing or the, you know, broken kneecap. Yeah. Well, shoot, Kraft. Give us tip number one. These first, these ones coming for Kraft. Redraft. Tip number one, Kraft. Give it to us. All right. This one is kind of complex, but that's why I'm gonna start off with number one. But I like when I make trades at this time of year, it depends on if you have a winning record or a losing record. If I have a losing record and I'm fighting like tooth and nail to get into the playoffs, I like getting two players for one stud. The reason that is is because bye weeks are happening and you can't afford to lose anymore. Like if you're sitting at two and five, you cannot afford to lose. Like if you have Jamar Chase right now on your team, and somebody from a six and one team is wanting Jamar Chase, you have got to get rid of them. You got to get somebody offers you Devontae Smith and shoot, uh Devin Singletary for Jamar Chase. You gotta do it. I mean Ooh. you I mean you have to though. Yeah. It, I mean, it really depends on your team. It, it, unless you're just completely stacked and you just been super unlucky. But you know, I, I still don't ever just take the first trade offer, you know, get the best because these people are desperate to get Chase. They want them. But when I'm losing, I like to have a lot of depth on my bench. I like to have more players that are good instead of just one stud and a bunch of just no names I'm putting in there for bye weeks. But the the opposite goes for when I'm winning. If I'm 6-1 and one right now, I'm trying to get – I'm trading, you know, like I said, we'll just put it put it the same people. Well, I'll trade Miles Sanders and Devontae Smith for Stephon Diggs. 
if I'm winning, if I'm six and one. Yeah. So, but on the other side of that, you know, if I, if I really needed to win and I'm bye weeks are eating me alive and I need players, you know, I'm trying to get as much depth as I can so that I can win one week at a time and I'll figure it out once I get back to competing. Right. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. I couldn't agree with you more, but honestly, I learned from you anyway. So it's like, whatever you say, I'm just going to sit here and second it. But yeah, I'm with you. Uh, speaking of Jamar Chase, I know that's redraft, but speaking of Jamar Chase, like if you're on a team that's like tanking and say you got a guy like Justin Jefferson, I might would try to trade for Jamar Chase and maybe try to slide a little draft pick in there. You know, you're not really losing much. Jamar's down right now. Uh, you know, just a little thing, just a little thing. To, uh, I mean, it's nothing real special, but Jamar and Jefferson's, you know, maybe get 2023 classes kind of stacked allegedly. So, but yeah, bad yeah. crap. I'm with you though. Uh, redraft, you know, yeah. If basically, what you're saying is, uh, if you're losing. You can't afford to lose no more. Go get you a couple players. Trade your stud for a couple players. And if you need the, uh, if you're winning, trade a couple average players and get the big guy. So, yeah, stack that you. starting lineup and don't worry about depth as much because you can afford, if one of them players get hurt, you know, you can afford to put in a, a somebody you described off the waiver wire. And if you lose, you know, you're six and two. But when it comes time for the playoffs, and your starting lineup looks great and your bench looks terrible, you don't need as much depth in the last three weeks as you do during, like, right now. And you just want that strong-ass starting lineup, and that's all you really care about in the last three weeks. Agree. I'm with you, man. Tip number two, then, Kraft. Shoot. Um, this is pretty easy one. It's, it's a little simple. But it, I don't know if it applies for right now, but I would say around week 10, especially in the playoffs, especially in the playoffs, I like to grab two defenses. If, you have, if you're playing defensive spots, look for the strength of schedule during the playoffs. And like I said, when it comes playoff time, your depth don't necessarily matter as much. If you got a player that you haven't – and there's no – when it comes this late in the season, there's really no uh, – Oh, I think this player's going to blow up. You know, it's too late for that. Either he blown up or he didn't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I would like say you've been holding Kadarius Tony all year. He didn't do anything. And you got Minnesota's defense playing the Colts one week. And then next week, you know, you know, you're going to be in the playoffs. Go ahead and just go grab that defense. Don't use your waiver position on it. Go ahead and get them a week early. Get another great matchup, hold them on your bench for that week, and just throw them in next time. Throw them in that next week. Yeah. Get them before anybody else does and don't waste your waiver. Yep. Uh, I hear you, man. I'm I'm just scrolling through my little average Joe's league right now. I'm just kind of looking, looking around, just kind of looking around, seeing what's up, see who's available and stuff like that. But yeah, man. If, yeah. Shoot, man, I dropped Kadarius Tony like literally like last week, and I was just saying if he was still there, <laughs> he ain't there no I more. got him, huh? Soon as he got traded, I bet. I'm like, damn, I felt like I had to because I couldn't even put a roster in there. So, yeah, but, I mean, 
That's a little tough, but yeah. I, what I said about the defenses too applies for now. If you just got somebody on your bench that is just there that you have no belief in, I mean, if you got a good defense, a great matchup next week, if you find a good matchup for a defense next week, just go ahead and throw them on there if you don't mind dropping them. Yeah. Shoot, man. Give us another one, Craft. Tip number three from the Craft Man. Shoot. When you going to go, man? I'm almost out of breath over here. Man, all I got is like two dynasty tips, and they're not really tips. I was just going to let you spit out these redrafts for everybody. <laughs> all uh, right. I'll, go, I'll go ahead and hit me another one. Go for it. Shoot. Um, I'm going to go ahead and shout out to Noah on this one because I asked him I was going to make a trade in one of my leagues, and I was saying, should I trade Diggs or Jefferson? Because I had both of them, and I was looking to get, you know, about the same thing for each one of them. And he said, I would trade uh, Diggs because I think the Buffalo is going to run away with that division, and I think Jefferson and them are going to be competing. This was early on in the year. I don't think Minnesota is going to be competing with the Packers for the division. But um, just that that's just saying um, to, grab, to grab players from competitive teams whenever you're, whenever you're making trades and stuff like that, really think about – Think about the schedule they're going to be playing, the strength of schedule, and also think about, hey, man, these guys are already – if they're already four games up in the division and they've already locked down home field advantage or something like that for the playoffs, you got to think about that stuff because yeah. they might be sitting. And you yeah. want to get teams that are competing like the, you know, like the NFC West, San Francisco, the Rams. They're probably going to be neck and neck rest of the year. Think about teams in divisions like that. And those are the players that you're going to need at the end of the year when playoffs come about. You want them players that are going to be trying to fight for a playoff spot. Yep, I'm with you. I couldn't agree more with that because if you going against guys, uh, say you got players that are just like, well, heck, I want to say Philly, but New York's been right there. But there's there might be some teams just run away with the division. You definitely can't be having your top fantasy players sitting down on the bench just resting and shit like that. So it's like, I'm with you. I'm, I've always been like that no matter what league I'm in. I definitely need some players that are going to be competing. I even look at teams that are going to be bad. You, you know, some of these teams might rest their players even if you're bad. You know, it's not like the NFL ain't like the NBA where it's like, I'm going to rest every night, every other night. Like, but. You know, like like one thing I've been worried about, I got Damian Pierce in a dynasty league. On the back half of the year, I'm just wondering, yo, are they going to still be giving this guy 15-plus carries and some targets? They're going to try to build him up for next, you know, save him for next year? Because if I was the Texans, I'd probably maybe lessen the load a little bit. But, you know, it's just things like that. I'm with you, Kraft. Yeah, and when you start seeing trends, you know, don't, like NFL trends, like say the Falcons, and you know, just for instance, they're a run heavy team right now. They're running the hell out of the ball. And just say they they have no chance of making the playoffs later on in the year. They bring in Desmond Ritter and they want to see they want to see what he's made of. So if they want to see what Desmond Ritter's made of, they're not gonna be a run heavy team no more. Right. Drake London might be more important. Uh you know, Kyle Pitts might become more involved, but the running backs might not get as much work. That's just an example of 
just pay attention to the way teams are headed and uh because teams are gonna they're gonna experiment when they're losing that's all they have to do yeah they don't care about you know they're trying to get draft picks when they're out of the playoffs and stuff so they're just gonna experiment with different things right i agree and falcons man uh, experiment with desmond ritter man i just want to see i just want to see i respect Mariota. i think he's been better than I, i mean i wasn't really low on him anyways i thought he'd come in and be solid so but still, I just want to see what we got in Ritter because I want a quarterback because I'm ready to move on, man. So what's up, Kraft? What what you got? Give me another one, man. I'm going to put two in one. This one's going to be very – the first one's going to be real simple. Trade for players who have already had their bye week. Mm-hmm. And that's just a extra cherry on the top. Yeah. If you if you're going for a trade and like all right, the Bills have already had their buy. You can get digs, you can get Allen, Kansas City's on their buy this week, Vegas. There's a lot of players on them teams that have already had their bye week. And if you trade a player, even if you think it's an even trade, just just dead even, like say Josh Jacobs for Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb hasn't had his buy, Josh Jacobs has. You know, yeah. maybe that'll push you over the top. And and it goes the other way too. Like if you're if you are uh, if you're trying to make a trade for a player that you like better, you can you can mention to the other owner, hey man, this dude's already had their bye week. Maybe that'll sway them for you to get the player you want. Right. But um, what I mean, what do you yeah. think about that? Nah, that's like that's like I'm with you, man. It's crazy how different. Whenever I talk to you about redraft, man, it's just crazy how different the two are because the bye week is way more in play when you're making decisions and making moves than, say, a dynasty league. Because when you're making moves with these guys in a dynasty league, like, I ain't Permanent. sitting here. Yeah, it's like, I ain't, I don't give a fuck when your bye week is and shit, and shit <laughs> yes. like that. It's permanent when you trade a player. Like like I'm saying in this one, trade Jamar Chase right now if you're losing. But in Dynasty, it's like if, you, if you're losing, you better hold on to Jamar Chase for next right. year because he's, he's a foundational piece or whatever. Right. So I'm with you. Like these, It's just little things like that. That If you want to win your league, it's little things like that, man. I'm with you. I, I agree. Uh, man. It just I seen like some lost opportunity in my average Joe's league. I wish I'd have done some things different. But the thing is, it's like here how about this? Here's a tip. You might not want to be like me, where I just can't give up on my team. I'm like, look at my team. I just can't give up on these guys. Like I got like AJ Brown, Amon Ra, Mark Andrews, like Jonathan Taylor. So it's like I look at it and I'm just like, man. But really and honestly, if you want to win these leagues, you got to make moves. There's no doubt about it. You have to make moves and you have to have the balls to do it. So, oh yeah. But it's too late for me, man. I'm dug in. I, I'm saying if I make the playoffs with these guys, let's go, man. Let's go. If you yeah. in the average Joe's league, I'm coming. <laughs> I'm coming too from two and five from the ashes, baby. We coming back. Oh Lord, but next year, yeah, man, <laughs> it ain't gonna be like this next year. I'm gonna make some moves next year, some better moves. Shit, hey, if we win all our championships this year, we'll get more viewers because they're like, obviously, no, they know what the hell they're doing. Yeah, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. There's some leagues I could definitely win, but the one I need to win the oh, most yeah. is the home league. But heck, I could go yeah. for five and not win any leagues this year. That's that's how. 
fantasy football is. But that's what makes it fun, too. So, what's up, Craft? You got any more redraft tips? or? Yeah, um, <laughs> to piggyback on what you were saying about being stubborn as hell, uh, I'm the same way. And this Yahoo League I played in, I've I've had it for shit. It's probably been 11 years, about the same people in it every year. No trades go down in that league at all, ever. People yeah. draft their teams, and they're like, I'm not helping nobody out. And this league is like, you don't ever have to worry about nobody putting lineups in. Everybody is on top of their shit. But nobody will make trades with nobody. They just ride. And I'm the same way. I, I mean, yeah. I'm like, I oh, fucked up my draft. I'm just going to go down with this ship by myself. <laughs> and that's the way everybody is. It's just like grumpy as hell. They're like, I ain't giving nobody nothing. I don't even care. Right. But. That's, that's not hilarious. the way to do it. That's not. That's a tip. Don't be like that. You know, <laughs> go, <laughs> go out and do a little something different. But you know, there's gonna be some leagues like that. Some leagues are a little more um, wide open. People are a little more open to trades, and then there's other leagues where people are just yeah. hard headed as shit. And there's there's a lot of older people in my league, like my dad and my uncle. And you know, one thing we learned over the years is you know. Our parents and, you know, older generation, they're stubborn as fuck. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I'm with you, but that's just so funny, man. Hey, but like Kraft said, man, you got to be willing to make these moves, man, because these moves can win you and lose you some championships. But hey, in a league like that, if you're in a league like that, that was Austin's cr- ta- uh, talking about. Uh, yeah. Hey man, you better, you better listen draft to, good. You better, you better listen, draft very well. Better listen to the Cruise Dynasty podcast because we're gonna be breaking down that draft for y'all right before the season. So <laughs> we'll have that out for y'all. But crap, any more, man? We got any more redraft tips for these guys? Um, just one quick one. When it comes to playoff time, really handcuffs become more important, especially for your own team. Yeah. That's I, I keep harping on it, depth. Depth is great. You you always need depth, especially during bye weeks and people getting injured. But when you're when you're sitting there in week fourteen or fifteen, sixteen, and seventeen in the playoffs, and you got Dalvin Cook, just get Alexander Madison. You yeah. know, you you want to you win championships with players like that. There's been a lot of leagues, and I've seen a lot of championships where the lineup at the end of the year looks nothing like their lineup started at the start. I mean, it's like right. A whole bunch of handcuffs, a whole bunch of backups, and just just anybody in the lineup. Jamal Williams is another one that comes to mind, maybe. Uh, oh, yeah. Eno Benjamin, even. Uh, I've been playing him a lot this week. Some other guys. I guess Kenneth Walker was one at one point. Not one now, though. No. Uh, but, yeah, man, I'm with you. Uh, I guess I'm going to just – Real quick, we'll wrap it up real quick, but I'll just say some Dynasty stuff real quick. Like, uh, because Dynasty never stops, man. It's all the way around, all year round. So basically is what you got to decide is, are you competing? Or if you're not competing, then you got to you gotta decide. But you got to decide for yourself. And what I'll define competing as, if, you're, if there's six spots in the playoff, if you can get that sixth spot, I say you're competing. So I'm willing to buy. So I'll go in there and I'll buy, I'll give up draft capital. Anybody who's, but you got to pick off these players that ain't competing, who might might want some draft capital, uh, maybe some older players, some veterans like that that can help your team and uh, maybe add some depth to it. 
because once you're competing, you're just thinking about this year. Like, there comes a point, even in Dynasty, where I'm like, fuck it. I'm trying to win this year. I, I mean, I, next year will come when it comes. So well, I'll make some moves in the offseason. But, you know, I, guys I think about immediately are like some old players like Adam Thielen, Brandon Cooks. Maybe I'll go swing. Maybe I'll slide a draft pick their way and come be like, yo, slide my way just in case, you know, might need one of them guys, you know. So it's like. You got to be willing to make some moves, even in the dynasty league. Uh, but also, like, if you're not competing, maybe look for some guys to buy low on. Like, one I immediately think of is Najee Harris. He's out there. He ain't – man, I was listening to a podcast today. He hasn't scored 12 points in fantasy and PPR all season. So, yeah. is that really going to be the same thing next year? If I could be like, yo, man, I'll give you – you know, buy Najee on the low, like, yo, hey, I'll take Najee on the low. I wouldn't mind sliding for Najee, having him for next year, gearing up, getting ready. Dynasty never dies. So what do you think about them words, Kraft? Oh, yeah, we've, we've been on that Najee train for a minute. But, I mean, for example, I just traded C.D. Lamb, a foundational piece in Dynasty, you know, young player for Cooper Cup because I'm, pe- I'm competing this year. Yeah. And – yeah, you just got to go for it. I mean, I've been trying to offer some more trades out. I had Matt Ryan as my super flex, so yeah. this man is missing the super flex position right now, and he's searching. Oh, T.J. Walker in that bitch. Whoa, Kraft. Yeah. Hold up, man. I got what? Kenny Pickett for you. Let's go. <laughs> Let's I, don't, go. I need somebody who's going to help me win this year, man. I need somebody who's going to help. I'll start P.J. Walker over Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Honestly, I'll have to see how PJ does, but I might would too, maybe. But Kenny Pickett's like okay, he's solid, but rookie year, I had to play him last week. He was okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, shoot, Kraft man, I, that's pretty much all I had to say for a dynasty reason. Like, there's in dynasty buy low, uh, buy low, sell high. It never dies. Uh, but if you can make the playoffs, I'm going for it, no matter what. Uh, even if I'm in sixth place, I got a losing record. I'm in sixth place. I'm buying. So, but that's about yeah. it, man. Uh, Kraft, you got anything to say to the people real quick? We'll wrap it on up. Shoot. Always appreciate everybody listening. All our viewers, you know, spread the word, you know, yeah. and yeah, hit us up. Tell us where we're right. Tell us where we're wrong. And we'll talk to y'all a little later. We're about to hop on another one. Right. Spread the word around, man. Five-star review. Add the podcast. Thanks for listening. Add me on Crew Matt Ham on Twitter. You can add me on other shit. I got other shit from back in the day. I might download it one today. But shoot. MySpace. MySpace. <laughs> but yeah, man, we out. Peace. <laughs>